Hello, hello. Hello, hello. I wonder if anyone gets annoyed with how we, like, greet them. I know, right? Do we need to have a, a the same intro, like we have the same outro, so that it's just easier or something? I have no idea. I never I know what know. to say. Yeah, I just jump so in. fucking awkward. I've listened to podcasts where they're like, welcome to blah, 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 and this is <laughs> blah, 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 and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> And today we are blah blah blah. Yes, but instead we are like, hello. It's a surprise. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Like we're answering our our parents' phone call or something. Yeah, like I'm about to talk to a fucking teacher. With a sheer veil of confidence over it. (laughs) Super sheer. (laughs) Everyone, happy 2022. Oh shit! is coming out on friday yep so i guess it's an early happy 2022 let's hope it all goes as planned which means 2021 is ending and 2022 is arrived or everything fucking goes we just explode it's like don't look up oh my god i watched did you see it it was not, I should have never watched that shit. Didn't it piss you off so bad? It fucking drove me insane. But I know that it was supposed to be like a fucking correlation between how shit is going right now and. Duh. Yeah, but like it was just. I know, I know, I know. And then Jonah Hill, my God, Jonah Hill and Meryl Streep. Fucking punch him in the face and then she left him and I fucking laughed hysterically. Me too. She's like, oh yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. Sorry, spoilers. Um, guys, that's that's a good movie. It is yeah, good. it is a really good movie. The ending was <sighs> phenomenal though. Like the ending ending. Yeah. Oh yeah. I that agree. Was, that one was good. That was good. It it seems like that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, for eventually. sure. Eventually. Yeah. Um well for anyway. Sure. Depressing, dark comedy, but still good. Still worth it. A, a very strong message there to be had. But um, anyways. Well, if you have, uh, if you're easily triggered by like. Idiots. <laughs> you should probably <laughs> not watch it because you're rage. Like, you will rage. Uh, uh, can you hear that noise? Nope. Okay, good. It's my toilet. It's running. Nice. <laughs> you better go catch it. <laughs> I that. Every time I'm like, oh, the toilet's still running. And Dude, I like, answer it in my head. Literally, as we were about to get, I was about to head up and set up and everything. And I was cleaning the sliding glass door really quickly. And I see a burst of water shooting up from the ground. And we haven't had our sprinklers run at all while we've been here. And so I thought something literally exploded. And I yelled up to Hunter, Hunter, something exploded in the yard. And he came, he came like running down the stairs, nearly trampling Franklin. Everyone's in the way, on the way to the door. And then I have to grab them because I don't want them to go get wet. But yeah, it turns out our sprinkler system just happened to like turn on all of a sudden I don't know what I pushed or what I did to have it do that but I freaked out and then my parents are getting here and I look outside and they're talking to Hunter and I'm like okay they they got here safe so that's good and it was just all happening at one time that would I was like oh my god 
It would. It was like chaos. It was like all going so peaceful, knock on wood. I was like washing things, cleaning, and waiting for them to get here. And then, yeah, the very last minute, everything's happening, and I'm like, great. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like Uh, the most like normal thing to like. Right. (laughs) I'm just relieved. Yeah, I'm relieved that something didn't burst because it really looked like something burst and water was just shooting out all over the place but anyways yeah so yeah that would have been your luck the fucking pipes go to shit right when you're jesus when we just bought this house yeah okay well that too oh god we shall see well i wish there was like a smooth segue but there isn't so it goes with our theme of everything's just chaotic and sometimes it works out Actually, on brand. <laughs> <laughs> well, since we we're talking about don't look up, like, um, let's see. And you were talking about, okay, well, not even, not even that movie, but uh, you talking about the fucking water sp- squirting up from the fucking ground, and mm-hmm. you were like, "What the fuck is that?" So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know I'm I'm anticipating what is gonna be today's topic. I have no idea. You I honestly as I was doing this research, I was like, or I know that it gets on a lot of people's nerves whenever people say research, but what they really mean is they just Googled shit. But I cannot mm. get away from that word. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yes, all I did was just Google. <laughs> Yippee. Um But as I was Googling, I was, like, getting, like, fucking, (sighs) I, like, almost changed my mind, like, 20 times of this Mm -hmm. topic, but I didn't. I pushed through. So here we go. Modern science says that the Earth is an unbroken series of layers, crust, and liquid magma surrounding a dense, hot core made primarily of iron and nickel, but not everyone is convinced. Mm. Can you guess what it is yet? Is it the hollow earth? (laughs) Oh, God. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. I'm scared. So there are believers that say that the earth is actually hollow or there is another world lying just beneath the surface of our planet. The hollow earth theory sounds like science fiction and is, and is often presented as such, but some of history's greatest scientists have subscribed to it. At one point, it seemed downright logical. Even today, there are still hollow earth believers who are fighting valiantly to validate their ideas through books, websites, meetings, and some extremely ambitious travel plans. On a stormy night in 1997, personal trainer Dallas Thompson drove down Highway 58 in Bakersfield, California. The rain made the asphalt slick, so the road was more dangerous than usual. Sure enough, Thompson lost control of his vehicle. The car hydroplaned sliding along the road at 70 miles per hour. It spun around at least six times before plunging 250 feet down a cliff. When firefighters and paramedics arrived, they presumed anyone in the flattened vehicle was dead. But miraculously, Thompson survived. Five years later, in 2002, Thompson went on the radio show Coast to Coast AM 
with Art Bell to promote his book, Cosmic Manuscript. In its pages, Thompson claimed that interdimensional beings pulled him from the car before impact and transported him to a realm where all time flows simultaneously. He also mysteriously learned information that all humans supposedly once knew. The earth is hollow and its crust only a quarter mile thick. And underneath that shell, Thompson said there was an ancient civilization that built a vast array of subterranean tunnels illuminated by crystals and glowing moss. Its citizens had incredibly advanced technology, including electromagnetic vehicles that could travel thousands of miles per hour. And for his 32nd birthday on May 24, 2003, Thompson planned to join the society. He was going to enter a hole in the Earth's crust that he believed was at the North Pole. However, before Thompson could make his journey, he suddenly vanished from the face of the Earth. Some believe that Dallas Thompson may have based his hollow earth theory off the legends of the Hopi tribe in Arizona. Hold on, now I got a burp. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> that was a deep one. That was. I had to, I felt it down in my chest. That was chest. from your soul, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was the hollow soul theory. <laughs> That's funny. According to the tribe's mythology, oh, here's another. Oh no, no, let's go. Okay. According to the tribe's mythology, their ancestors sprang up from caves beneath the earth. Three worlds existed beneath the earth's surface, but eventually humans outgrew them. They climbed higher and higher until they reached the surface. They changed from lizard-like beings into human form. It's from this point that the first peoples of the earth began to divide and separate, becoming tribes. And some believe that the cavernous worlds of the Hopi's ancestors still exist below the Grand Canyon. Isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah, actually. When I first heard that, I was like, it like blew my mind because that makes complete sense that it would be under Possible. the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's fucking and because I fucking was there. So I was like, holy shit. Whoa. So the Mandan people who are I they're another tribe. I don't know why I thought they would be called the Mandan people, but still be like part of a different mm-hmm. like be called their tribe be called something else. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the Mandan people also believe that the first humans lived underground near a large lake. Some of the more adventurous humans climbed a grapevine to the surface and discovered two worlds divided by the Mississippi River. Oh, fuck, by the Missouri River. <laughs> <laughs> After returning underground, they shared their findings and decided to return with many others. As they were climbing the grapevine, it broke and half the Mandan were left underground. Many ancient cultures believed that there was an underworld of some sort beneath us. Whether it was the hell of the Christian tradition, Sheol to the Hebrews, the underworld caverns of the god Hades of the ancient Greeks, Cruhan of the Celtics of Ireland, 
Patala of the Hindu tradition. Oh, I just forgot that word that I heard. Svartalhim, I think. I don't know. I'm probably wrong. Uh, of the Nordic mythology or Shambhala and the Tibetan Buddhist legend. In some cases, the underworld was a place where people went after death, while in other cultures like the Hopi and the Mandan tribes, the ancestors of living people emerged from the underworld. But most of these early beliefs were actually metaphorical or mythological in origin. Possibly the first person to scientifically speculate about a hollow earth was Edmund Halley of Halley's Comet fame. Proposed in 1692 as a way of explaining anomalous compass readings, Halley's theory is that the planet is a series of nested spherical shells spinning in different directions, all surrounding a central core. In his estimation based on readings of the magnetic field and what he knew of the gravitational pull of the sun and the moon on the earth, this model could account for any inaccuracies in his readings of the, of the magnetic fields of the planet. He also proposed that the space between each shell may have had luminous atmospheres capable of supporting life. Hmm. Every time I read about stuff like that, like how he discovered that Halley, Halley's comment, like, how the fuck? Mm-hmm. I and the, he said that it was going to come back in whatever year it was supposed to come back in. Like, how the fuck did he know that? <laughs> there's no way that math is going to be able to fucking tell you that. Like, there's no fucking way. Yeah, with like without room for error. Like, huh. I, I don't know. It just blows my mind. Interesting. Okay, so one person who picked up on that idea was Leonard Euler the great mathematician of the 18th century. Euler proposed that Earth was completely hollow, no concentric shells, with a 600-mile diameter sun in the center. This hollow interior could be reached through holes at the North and South Pole. Mm. Like, I mean, I guess if there's supposed to be, like, magma or what is it at the beginning, what is in the core of... <laughs> Oh, the Hot core metals. is something else. Never mind. Yeah, the core is something else. But I can see, like, if he thought the magma would be, like, the sun. Mm. Mm-hmm. But that's interesting. <laughs> I don't know why he would think that there would be holes at the North and South Pole. Hmm. Uh, okay, so then the American Frontier gave us the most visible and insistent hollow earth promoter. Captain John Sims, born in 1780, became a hero in the War of 1812, and after he moved west and traded goods around St. Louis, there he plunged into his advocacy of a hollow earth with Halley's concentric spheres and Euler's holes. (laughs) (laughs) Sims tried to talk Congress into funding an expedition to find the Antarctic hole into the center of earth and i just remembered whenever i did the haunted antarctica uh, mm-hmm. we talked a little bit about this at the end mm-hmm. 
So he failed and nobody, everybody was like, what the fuck are you talking about? But uh, he did pick up an enthusiastic disciple, Jeremiah Reynolds. When Sims Hmm. died at the early age of 48, Reynolds took up the course. In 1829, Reynolds managed to raise enough money for an Arctic voyage. They found nothing, of course, but that wasn't going to stop Reynolds. He traveled and lectured, even engaged Edgar Allan Poe as an ally. I think he even wrote a poem about it, too, but I can't remember what it's called. I didn't. I, like, skipped Mm. over it. One bizarre offshoot of the traditional hollow earth theory put forth by a natural healer and eventual cult leader, Cyrus Teed, even inverted the idea, devising a cellular cosmology that placed the entire universe inside a shell. According to Teed's thinking, we were actually living on the inside of the hollow earth. I don't know how that works. Like, how would that? I guess where our atmosphere starts is where the actual shell is. Like, I guess above the clouds for us would be the surface of our planet. Yeah. Weird. He said, looking at, okay, uh, we're actually living on the inside of the hollow earth, looking up at the universe, which itself was just an illusion created by a strange solar mechanism. The stars oh, wow. were just reflections of the mechanism's light. Oh, my God. Teed's hmm. theory managed to gain enough traction that a small cult developed around him. <clears throat> Fuck, I thought I knew how to pronounce this word. Hold on. I, isn't that, like, part of the, um... The people that think we live in a dome. Uh, simulation. Is well, that what that is? Is that part of it? There's, there's a simulation theory and then there's hollow earth theory. I don't know. I don't know if that we live in a dome. They all, That's very specific. They all eventually like merge melt together. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, don't, they stop making like any sort of a little bit of sense. <laughs> Teed's theory managed to gain enough traction that a small cult developed around him called the Coercion Unity after Teed after fuck (laughs) called the Coercion Unity and after that Teed renamed himself Coresh I want to say Koresh I know I was about to ask but I don't think that's it i don't think that's right hmm. okay well the coercions established an extensive colony in florida in 1894 but most of the community disbanded after teed's death in 1908 both teed and sims still have monuments dedicated to their work and beliefs the location where the coercion community made their home is now protected protected as the Coercion State Historic Site, while Ohio's Hollow Earth Monument is dedicated to Sims' work. That's cool. Hmm. So where it gets really interesting is once we get to the 20th century. Oh, there's the other one. 
(laughs) (laughs) Not that those other things were not interesting, but I guess this is where it gets like crazy, like real crazy. Hmm. Um, So on March 11th, 1947, Admiral Richard E. Byrd, sitting in a dark windowless room in the Pentagon, shared with a high-ranking intelligence officer what he discovered during his second mission to explore the North Pole. Byrd admitted that he'd witnessed unnatural cylindrical aircrafts that defied all known laws of aviation. And these UFOs didn't come from the sky. They came from inside the Earth. Mm-hmm. After his superior reported his story to the to President Harry S. Truman, the Pentagon detained Byrd until he agreed to keep his mission a secret from the public. The general population wasn't ready to learn the truth about what lay inside the earth. And as a military man, he would obey orders. But he didn't tell the government that he was writing every he wrote everything down in a journal so some conspiracy theorists believe that bird's exploration of the north pole was more than it seemed they think he may have inadvertently discovered the polar entrance a vast hole that leads to agartha which is a legendary kingdom within the earth's core Allegedly, he landed his craft and spoke with a representative of the city of Agartha, who reprimanded him for humanity's recent invention of the atomic bomb and warned that a dark age is coming if humans don't get their shit together. Bird was sent on his way with instructions to bring this message back to the surface people. All of that happened in, what did I say, 1947. Mm-hmm. So in 1964... The mysterious Dr. Raymond Bernard published Admiral Byrd's journal in his book called The Hollow Earth. And in it, he tells of a man who confirmed Admiral Byrd's story. Well, he confirmed his story with by telling his own story that was similar. But um, so Dr. Nephi Cotton of Los Angeles reported that one of his patients, a man of Nordic descent, told him the following story. I lived near the Arctic Circle in Norway. One summer, my friend and I made up our minds to take a boat trip together and go as far as we could into the North Country. So we put a month's worth of food provisions in a small fishing boat and set to sea. At the end of one month, we had traveled far into the north, beyond the pole, and into a strange new country. We were much astonished at the weather there. Warm, and at times at night, it was almost too warm to sleep. Then we saw something so strange that we were both astonished. Ahead of the warm open sea, we were on what looked like a great mountain. Into that mountain, at a certain point, the ocean seemed to be emptying. Mystified, we continued in that direction and found ourselves sailing into a vast canyon leading into the interior of the earth. We kept Mm. sailing, and then we saw what surprised us, a sun shining inside the earth. (gasps) I don't, I can't, I can't picture it. (laughs) That would freak me out. That would be so weird and trippy. Yeah. 
I would be like, okay, we must have ran into some sort of gas bubble yeah. that just yeah, my us. brain is yeah, <laughs> we're hallucinating right now. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> it is uh, okay. Uh, we saw that the inner surface of the Earth was divided, as the other one is, into both land and water, as the other one is. Uh, there is plenty of sunshine, and both animal and vegetable life abounds there. We sailed further and further into this fantastic country, fantastic because everything was huge in size as compared with things on the outside. Plants are big, trees gigantic, and finally we came to giants. They were dwelling in homes and towns just as we do on the Earth's surface, and they used a type of electrical conveyancy like a monorail car to transport people. It ran along the river's edge from town to town. Several of the inner Earth inhabitants, which were huge giants, detected our boat on the river and were quite amazed. They were, however, quite friendly. We were invited to dine with them in their homes, and so my companion and I separated. He going with one giant to that giant's home, and I going with another giant to his home. I would not. I'd be like, no, I know. no we're not going separate. Separating? Oh, my God, I know. <laughs> Whoa. My gigantic friend brought, brought me into his home to his family, and I was completely dismayed to see the huge size of all the objects in his home. The dinner table was colossal. A plate was put before me and filled with a portion of food so big it would have fed me abundantly an entire week. The giant offered me a cluster of grapes, and each grape was as big as one of our peaches. The fuck? Wow. I tasted one and found it far sweeter than any I had ever tasted outside. In the interior of the earth, all the fruits and vegetables taste far far better and more flavorsome than those we have on the outer surface of the earth. We stayed with the giants for one year. What? Yeah. Uh, enjoying their companionship as much as they enjoyed knowing us. We observed many strange and unusual things during our visit with these remarkable people. And we were continuously amazed at their scientific progress and inventions. All of this time, they were never unfriendly to us, and we were allowed to return to our own home in the same manner in which we came. In fact, they courteously offered their protection if we should need it for the return voyage. Whoa. Yeah. So, despite this confirmation, uh... There are those who say that Bird's 1947 flight never even occurred. And they're not the same. Like, uh, Bird didn't see giants. <laughs> mm -hmm. But, um, and besides that, he, Admiral Bird's first flight over the North Pole took place, like his actual, like, it's rec recorded, like, with the government. Mm -hmm. um, his first flight over the North Pole took place on May 9th, 1926, which was 21 years before his 1947 operation and before this uh, 1947 operation. And uh, he was supposed to be exploring the South Pole, not the North Pole. Hmm. Yeah. 
Oh, so then um, the people that were like, okay, this is a fucking crazy ass book. Like this can't possibly be real. They turns out that those people looked uh, into the author and it, he ended up being um, a disgraced pseudoscientific dietitian named Walker Zedmeister. And after people found that out, they were like, yeah, fuck this. And they didn't believe him. Wow. Yeah. Um, So jumping forward to 2007, Rodney Clough, uh, author of World Top Secret, Our Earth is Hollow, was so confident in the theory that he organized a 2007 voyage to the hollow earth. Clough and other theorists were certain of its success that they even built an itinerary for their trip. This is fucking funny as fuck. (laughs) So the voyage cost around $20,000 to take part in and was supposed to take place in 2007 from June 26th to July 19th, setting off from Moscow on their third day. The first two days were for traveling and sightseeing. (laughs) And on the fourth day, they were to fly to Murmansk. Ooh, this is even worse to say with my fucking voice all fucked up. Um, Russia, where they would board a Russian icebreaker ship and make their way towards the North Pole. Once they arrived on the ninth day, they would spend three days searching for the opening. The journey gets a little eccentric past this point, but... (laughs) So from here on out, they would travel up. I'm assuming that these next couple of words are just made up, but uh, they would travel up Hidelic River to the city of Jehu. Jehu, I don't, I don't know. Before taking a monorail trip to the city of Eden to visit the palace of the king of the inner world. Wow. After spending their time in Eden, they would make their trip home. And, uh, but if God forbid that they didn't find the entrance, they didn't have a backup or they did have a backup plan. Hmm. At the, at the bottom of the itinerary, it says, Please note that if we are unable to find the opening, we will be returning via the new Siberian Siberian islands to visit uh, skeleton remains of exotic animals thought to originate from inner earth. Jeez. I'd be like, okay, so then what happens if we go there and we don't find that either? Yeah. Uh, however, the planned expedition never worked out. One of their leaders, Steve Curry, died of brain cancer. And the mm-hmm. bad luck continued. According to Clef, another leader was killed after his plane flew into a mountain. And the third had to pull out because the largest investor in his country, his country, in his company, threatened mm-hmm. to pull funding if he didn't walk away from this hollow earth beliefs. <laughs> The group has attempted a few more voyages, but the plans just, they keep unraveling. There are people out there. There are tons of people who have expressed interest in this expedition if we can get it off the ground, said Clef. 
I don't think there's a lot of people out there, certainly not in the millions, but maybe in the thousands. Mm -hmm. So the hollow earth movement of modern times believes that the earth or the planet is a sphere or more specifically a donut shape. What? Like. Yeah, like it has a hole in the middle. Yes. And do you remember Jeremy saying that to us? I think so. Don't I like specifically donut shape? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But not all of them, not all of the hollow earth believers believe that. Like there's like different varying degrees of yeah. what okay. Yeah, some of them take from like the old shit and then others take from or like they just fucking listen to somebody on YouTube miss describing the fucking way they think it looks and now it's Mm -hmm. a donut but so the theory does not just stop at our earth the group believes the moon the sun and stars and other planets are all hollow bodies i didn't know that about the hollow moon that people think oh yeah oh yeah i heard about that creepy dude creepy Mm. And there are thought to be three substantial openings into the inner earth, two near the poles and one in the Himalayas. And I honestly Mm. think these places like jump around like people besides the poles, like people make up other places. What if the interior like rolls around so that the openings change? Stop it. And maybe there are like, time like occurrences where they can't get out because it's not lined up with anything that's open to the surface oh that's fucking nuts so maybe like years go by where it's not hollow technically to us because the openings didn't line up but then other times when all the openings are lined up perfectly and they can come and go get what they need whatever come out and then go back in Oh, shit. That's a good one. If our planet is rotating because it has to with all the gravitational pull and, like, magnetism and all that, then I'm assuming, like, something inside would also be rotating and weird. Ew, that just freaked me out. Ooh, I can't wait to tell Jeremy that one. He's going to fucking Holy moly. So, Clef believes the shell of the Earth is about... 800 miles thick from the outside to the inner surface. Suspended in that center of that hollow is an interior sun that is divided by day and night sides. I can't picture what the fuck he's talking about. Mm-mm. I, I don't know. So those who we claim need to diagrams. Travel, I actually do have some, but I didn't really look at them that well because <laughs> but I'm going to send them to you eventually. Sweet. Those who have claimed to have traveled to the inner earth have described the land as like the Garden of Eden. Mm-hmm. Norwegian sailor Olaf Jansen claimed he sailed with his dad through an entrance to the earth's interior at the North Pole in 1811 in a book called The Smoky God. He told author wow. Willis George Emerson how they lived in the beautiful paradise for two years. This city of Eden is located in what seems to be a beautiful valley, yet, in fact, it is on the loftiest mountain plateau of the inner continent, Jansen said. 
He claimed that the people live anywhere from 400 to 800 years and are highly advanced in science. They can transmit their thoughts from one from one to another by certain types of radiations and have sources of power greater than our electricity. They are the creators of flying saucers, which are operated by their superior power, drawn from the electromagnetism. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Electromagnetism? There it is. Of the atmosphere. And... And they are 12 or more feet in stature. Oh, God. Yeah. So as the hollow earth theory has grown in popularity, so has speculation about the people apparently living in the center. Mm -hmm. It's now thought to be home to Nazis who escaped from World War II and the lost Viking colonies of Greenland and the lost Mm. tribes of Israel and Ooh. dinosaurs. No way. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, I guess dinosaurs aren't people, but yeah, they think dinosaurs are in there too. Like, I think all ever... my- mystical creatures could be in there at this point. Yes. Bigfoots. Exactly. Bigfoots like come and go. <laughs> Journey to the center of the earth, like the movie. Never That's seen it. It's, I think it has all this shit. I can't, I can't cool. like, fully remember, but yeah, it's a good one. Well, is that where Atlantis is? There's some people that also think that too, but I was like, Sweet. I'm not going to go down that fucking... That I know. Deep. Imagine literally if everything was just down there. Everything we ever thought we saw, heard. The Jersey Devil's down there. Stop it. Within us, within our planet. That's crazy. Fucking, yeah. And then when people go missing in the cave system stuff is lined up yes (gasps) they're just in the hollow earth dude yeah that is exactly what a lot of people have said too like those people that go missing just fell into the middle earth or whatever and that would be so wild if like our lifespans weren't like as long as the people that are from middle earth or you know the center of the earth the hollow earth Mm -hmm. and so whenever they perish they just like kind of toss the remains back out here so that they can be found and that would be insane that would be that was that's a really good one whoa Mm -hmm. uh clough who lives in utah says the superior human race living at the center of the earth considers themselves guardians of the planet Uh, they regularly spy on us using spacecrafts and flying saucers he said they want to keep an eye on us and stop us from starting a nuclear war. The majority of UFOs actually comes from inside the planet. Oh my god. Whoa. Um, well. Diane Robbins, another hollow earth theorist, says those living... <clears throat> so, um, this is where... This is where everybody's... Um, like all these kind of divide oh or come together yeah they get a little crazy but um so she says that those living in the center of the earth have evolved to be immortal 
And she said, they are physical humans like we are, but they live in peace, isolation, and seclusion. And through this, they have gained their immortality, she says. Wow. She believes there are 100 subterranean cities known as the Agartha Network at the center of the hollow earth. Hmm. Uh, Yeah. Surprisingly, or maybe not, proponents of hollow earth theory frequently cite NASA photographs and video as proof of their cause. Many photos from space do show anomalous formations at the poles. Most can be explained away by science, but a few remain controversial. Some even claim NORAD. Is that how you say it? NORAD. Hmm. NORAD. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure I've heard people say it that way. Official NORAD Santa Tracker, North American Aerospace Defense Command. Cool. Ah. The most significant thing that I see that they do is track Santa for the children. (laughs) (laughs) Like you can literally go to that website and it'll give you a thing of where Santa's at. That's That's cute. All to keep up the lie. Jeez, they're even lying to the children. Use your efforts elsewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So some even claim NORAD satellites do not travel over the poles due to the fact that they keep getting lost within the Earth. They just fucking fall. (laughs) Computer images allegedly support this claim, but of course NASA does not. So if the Earth were really hollow, surely NASA would know about it. In fact, we'd have to think several world governments would know about it. And this opens the door to the final phase of any good tin hat theory. Government (laughs) conspiracy. Uh Aha. Surely even the technology we possess today, keeping the secret of the hollow Earth would be a massive cover-up, spanning numerous countries and governments. If this is happening, the next question is, why aren't they making it public knowledge? Without more evidence than some questionable NASA images, a diary of a dead adventurer that may or may not be real, and a few interesting concepts, it's tough to prove the hollow earth theory. It's not like most of us have the means to travel to the poles and see what's going on there. Right. We have to take... We have to take the word of governments, militaries, and scientific organizations, and that will always breed conspiracy theories. Amen. So I have a picture that is supposedly the one from NASA. I'm going to send it to you. Ooh, wonderful. So you can see it here. It looks fucking crazy. I will say that. I guess I'll send you the others too, but this first one is what the NASA picture. Whoa. That would be huge if you can see it from there like that. Yeah, there's no way that. I mean, maybe, but like I said, it has to line up. Yeah. Here's what it's supposed to look like with the sun as the center. Dude, that's insane. And then this is yeah, literally. This is the Ugh. old school um, image that people thought. I think it says at the bottom of that. 
Oh, yes. What does it say? Hole, as it would appear to be a lunarian with a to a lunarian with a telescope. And then here's what this is like all of the conspiracies put together, basically. Whoa. Yep. And there's how they would it would make sense that it would rotate like that. The um the crust is like a yeah. conveyor belt mm-hmm. rolling underneath itself instead of around the whole planet or whatever. Oh, that's a trip. That is really weird. Well, cool. I love so, this kind of stuff. So while the hollow earth has the old school vibe, few theories can battle its longevity. It's just not as timely as some of the conspiracies you'll find on, say, InfoWars. Aha. Who wants to search for an internal world when you can rally against the government for creating COVID in a lab or try to expose a child sex trafficking ring that is being run out of the basement of a DC pizzeria? Right. So, could there be a race of beings living inside our planet, zipping around in flying saucers full of immortal knowledge? Or Nazis riding dinosaurs while Vikings hunt them down? Anything is possible, isn't it? That is wild. It is. It would be like a crazy time warp if we went down there right now. For sure. Dinosaurs hanging out with freaking everyone else. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know about the whole dinosaur thing, but. If the world government is involved in this and know about it, they are only doing it because they want to have space to go if something happens to the exterior of the planet. Oh, that's cool. That would make sense. The elites, too. as always, the elites get to survive. <laughs> But then to see the next, right, right, like the end of. I know because they're idiots. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) We need each other, guys. Don't try to, you know, outsmart one another or, you know, con them out of a safe place, I guess you would say. But, um, anyways, wow, intense. That's really cool. That's really weird to think about because if it were like a real thing, it would expl- it could have possibly explain so many other theories. Yes. Like the whole um, energy thing is freaking me out cuz it was really making me think of Atlantis. Yeah, that too. The Skinwalker Ranch. Remember how we talked about like random shit just oh, yeah. showing up? Yeah. Right. Your, your it's like theory, a portal. Yeah, like your theory of these holes like changing because the inside is moving that's what's happening if that hole is that huge that would be crazy like if that hole is that huge from the outside i imagine that that whole event like might have at one time been at the center of the like bermuda triangle or something Um, so if shit crashed in there it got like sucked up and then spit back out somewhere else or something but what if there's like little holes why do they all have to be big what if there's like a yeah I was like picturing small holes like man. cave tunnels and shit. Yeah. yeah. But then you sent me that picture and I was like, dang, if if you're looking at a planet from a telescope and you see that, you're not going to miss it. Yeah. For if sure. it's exposed. It has but to be like shallow there, enough in the ocean to see. There could be like little holes, you know what I mean? 
We haven't that's explored just the, the main whole ocean. Entrance. Right. That's that that would make more sense to me. Or just there's a bunch of smaller holes that you can't see. They just blend in with the surface. Yes. Weird. Remember I told you about the hole that was in where uh, the Rondo, the (gasps) Rando nodding thing You went Rando nodding. Yes. What if? I was trying to take Right. It would be even trippier, though, if you did go back, like, right away and take someone with you to go see and then it wasn't there anymore. Stop it. It's weird. It's plugged. It like looks different, and you're like, that used to be a completely open hole. Now it's like a plugged up hole in the surface. Weird. Well, that was cool. Dang. Yes. There was a lot of information, and it it just gets jumbled eventually. Like there, it's just there's so many things that people tried to add to it. I was just like, it's hard for it to keep going and be still be possible or whatever yeah like it may, would make too sense. much yeah like now you're reaching yes <laughs> there's a sweet spot for these things for dang sure. well cool i really enjoyed that very neat well, good wow wonderful well tomorrow it is january 1st if we all survived the night um i remember when 2012 was the thing and everybody was like freaking out a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I was freaking out about it. But New Year's, I don't know, resolutions or no resolutions, who cares? Um, We will be here back again next week for our next posting. And we really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was very trippy to think about. Um, And I would love to hear what y'all's theories are or what points of interest you have in this kind of stuff. Like um, how hollow earth could be tied into a different theory or you know we have to like make a poll and ask a question yes see what people say please answer i check all the time you guys i'm obsessed with knowing what you guys think me too (laughs) and i never see anyone answer nada well that'll be y'all's new year's resolution is to talk to us more hopefully um i think y'all are shy because there's not very many of you guys or something or you think like since no one else is answering you don't want to put yours, but I think you should because we would genuinely like to know what your ideas are about these kinds of conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. Scientific or not. <laughs> um, outlandish or not. We just want to know. But anywho, um, don't forget to submit your short stories for our giveaway slash contest. That's going to happen in mid-February. And we hope you guys had a safe and happy holiday Don't forget to leave an Apple review on Apple Podcasts for us and go over to Spotify and check what our question and our poll is for the week so you can answer. Thank you guys for listening and thank you for following. Uh, We'll catch you guys next week. So, did we give you the creeps?